Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Ephesians Verse by Verse, brought to you by co-founder of Telios, Dr. William Stewart. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the book of Ephesians, which tells us so much about Christ and his mission, as well as our Christian walk, but it will teach you how to study the Bible so you can have confidence in what you learn. Episodes will provide key points for each important verse of the book of Ephesians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Well, I'm William Stewart, co-founder of Telios. Welcome back to our verse-by-verse study on the book of Ephesians. We're in an exciting section now in chapter 4, talking about the foundational structure of the church, all based on the first three chapters of Ephesians, uh, our salvation and the um, physical structure of the church in a spiritual sense and its knowledge. So the structure we're talking about now is that of how we live inside that church, our Christian walk. And we started off in the first six verses in chapter four, talking about unity. So Paul takes a bit of a backward direction here to what underlies our unity. Again, he speaks to our salvation as it relates to our Christian life. He says in verse seven, but in every one of us is given the grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he saith, when he ascendeth up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Uh, verse 8 starts with wherefore he saith. So we're covering two verses today. So what is verse 7 doing? Well, he starts with the word duh, D-E, so he's adding additional information. He's, the gift that's given is the word doron, which is a general Greek word for gift. Uh, remember, Greek is the original language of the New Testament. But it's applied or used in the epistles, the apostolic epistles, almost completely related to salvation. So, and grace usually also is related to salvation as well, I I would say 90% of the time. An unmerited gift or, or favor, a merited favor is what that means, the Greek word chorus. So we're given this gift uh, by uh, and this grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Otherwise, it's measured out enough grace um, to accomplish the gift of salvation uh, as as needed to to get it done. Uh, We don't know if that's a different amount of grace for every person. It may be the amount of grace to get them to believe, each of us to believe, probably... More grace was needed for some than others. It all may be the same. It may be X amount of grace, uh, X any amount that God would determine uh, was sufficient for all of us. But it was given by God, and it is freely given. So in verse 8, he goes, therefore, wherefore, it's the word dio in Greek, therefore, he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive, and gave, gave gifts to men. This seems like a confusing verse, but it's very exciting. Now here's a hint. When one sees in scripture unusual wording that you would not expect in the epistles, think an Old Testament quote. And this is what this is. It's from Psalm 68, 18. This is a Psalm of David. It's thought to be when he took over Jerusalem and made it the capital of Israel. 
So when David became king, the Israelites had not yet taken Jerusalem. So he ascended up on high. If, if you've ever been to Jerusalem, you know it's well elevated and, and makes a good place, a defensive place and a fortress. Above the, surrounded by, on several sides by valleys. It's well above the Dead Sea at 3,500 feet. And so it was uh, easily defensible and um, went up, was up high. So he ascended to take. And of, of course, when he took um, Jerusalem, David probably took captives. But I think what it means here, as is typical of the Old Testament sets, captives are, are under sent. So he took those that are under sin and ascended with them. So in a, in a sense. So what this turns out to be is a really the only prophecy in the Old Testament for which I'm aware that talks about the ascension of Christ uh, in, a, in a direct manner. I think it's also alluded to in um, uh, Deuteronomy 30 uh, verses 11 to 15 and recorded. In Romans 10, but it talks about the ascension of Christ with us. Otherwise, it's that ascension and sitting down and completing his work with us as leaving the captives um, that allowed him then to, by, excuse me, taking them captive and bringing them with him, that allowed them also to sit with Christ at his right hand, uh, as it says in Romans 6. So that the completion of the salvation work, uh, the gifts to men, um, also again back to the uh, a word uh, or the sense of salvation as well. So that's uh, we're gonna have to stop there in the middle of the um, of that thought on the Old Testament quote, but we'll continue it next time. So what have we said today? We've we've gone from unity in the church to even more of a foundational level, talking about our salvation, in which that unity is placed. God gave that to us by his grace. He's highlighting this by a wonderful passage talking about the ascension of Christ uh, figuratively when, when Jerusalem was taking, taken uh, by King David in the Old Testament. Jerusalem is important because it's the final resting place of God. So in a sense, types heaven because God makes that his capital on earth. And it, it typed the kingdom and the heaven to the Israelites as well. And David finally took it and he led his people up. And as he did also when he ascended. All right. Good stuff. Thanks for joining me. We'll continue uh, discussing this Old Testament quote or uh, a prophecy next time. Please join me then. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ephesians Verse by Verse. We hope you found Dr. Stewart's teachings both interesting and informative. Join us next time for another exciting episode in Ephesians. To listen to all episodes, please visit our website, teliosresearch.com, T-E-L-E-I-O-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Thank you.